welcome to New York Times critically acclaimed top podcast of 2022. I'm Maggie Gates and I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Laura Petro and I'm one of your hosts and I'm here to say that that is a fact that Maggie just said. Yeah, uh, we don't lie at this podcast. We can't. It's illegal to lie. We take the truth extremely seriously. Yeah. And yeah. the truth is today we are doing a Christmas themed episode. Special release in between seasons. Very fun to get us in the mood for the holidays. And you might know this young adult book. You might not. It was turned into a Netflix show in 2020. And the book we are talking about today is Dash and Lily's Book of Dares. Yep. That's the title that's the written title. by... Written but written by Rachel Cohn and David Levithan. Uh, they also wrote Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist and um, So and So's and So and So's No Kiss List. Naomi and Eli's No Kiss List. That's also a movie that I have seen. Oh, was it good? I think it was like I think it was like a straight to DVD movie. You can find a bootleg of it on YouTube pretty easily. Nice, nice. Well, hey, I <laughs> loved Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, so. It's a good, yeah, it's such a great movie. Um, I haven't watched the show of this book. I was really hoping it put me in the holiday spirit, <laughs> and unfortunately did not, um, because it kind of didn't really have anything to do with the holidays, nor did it really lean into it at all, which was kind of a bummer. No, so let's dissect this little hot shit show mess, um, because a lot, yeah, I will say a lot does happen, but does a lot happen too? Yeah, I was telling Maggie, um, I was like, how does a book that has so many things happen in it still, like, be so bland? I, <laughs> hey, I don't know. But the, uh, the book opens, we open with one of our protagonists, Dash, at a very large bookstore in New York City, The Strand. And as he's perusing his little books, he finds a red moleskin journal in the bookstore, and he just coincidentally happens to read it. It's Christmas in New York, and Dash, he's a bit of a cynic about the holidays, okay? He's a broody boy. He's a little Scrooge. Yes, he loves Bukowski. I guess that's really, for literature people, that's really all you need to know about this guy. And he's also saying he prefers used books to Nintendo Wii's, which I don't know. I, I don't, and I read a lot, but to each their own. To each their own. Um, and we find this notebook that he gets. It's it's a book of dares. And the first challenge is telling him to go find some books and fill in some blanks. And this leads him to a book on French pianism, another book called Fat Hoochie Prom Queen, and then another book, The Joy of Gay Sex. And this leads to his first clue that says, are you going to be playing saying like, hey, if you're going to, you, you want to play my book of dares, go for it. And there's literally a message in it that says like, if you don't want to put the book back. Yeah. I also do love, he finds the joy of gay sex. And she's like, if you're into this stuff, that's fine. But you're not for me, which is like, by people exist, um, anonymous person who we do know yeah. is a woman because when Dash opens the notebook, he's like, I was attacked by the haunting aroma of a woman's signature, which... Okay. Yeah. Okay, poet. Yeah, we learn. Uh, yeah, we learn that there's no gays allowed, and uh, <laughs> Lily has asked uh, whoever has finished her clues and wants to play to leave their email with the person at the front desk. Yes. Yeah, so he goes up to the person at the front desk. He's also trying to like figure out 
uh, what this person looks like that is leaving him yeah. notes, and it, the guy does not tell him anything. Um, yeah. So he leaves his email in the book, gives it to the front desk guy, and, you know, it's game on. Game on from there. Wait, I thought he, I thought he didn't leave his email. Instead, he left another clue, because she doesn't have any way to contact him. Oh, I think that, okay, I I don't know, because I wrote that the riddle ends that he's supposed to leave his email in the book and give it to the front desk guy. Yeah, that's the end of the riddle, but he doesn't do that. He leaves another clue instead, like he, he one-ups her. Oh, okay. Well, game on. Because otherwise she would have known his name, and like this entire book, she doesn't know his name at all. Yeah, I guess you're right. Unless or, he has, yeah. Unless he has an email that's like, you know... I would have like like skater boy two nine. <laughs> oh yeah, very realistic. I think in high school I had all the pretty horses at gmail.com because I just didn't know what to make my. Do you email. think you still have access to that? Well, they asked for my ten year reunion if they should send details about it to all the pretty horses at gmail.com, and I was like, nope, uh, that's not my email anymore. You know, I'd like so could try to Maggie. I think you should try to retrieve all the pretty horses at gmail.com. I did vote for us in something with that email, and that is that's hey, that's my book of dare. You guys can try to figure out what it is. So funny. Um, then we cut to our not our next protagonist, Lily, Mm -hmm. and it's her POV. And boy, is she the exact opposite of Dash because she loves Christmas. She loves Um, it. She is like, I'm sending goodwill to all um boys, girls, cats, not non binary people, because remember Lily not not gay people or bi people. Lily hates I'm starting out Carolyn Group. Um, and we also learned that, uh, she has a brother, Langston, and he has a new boyfriend named Benny. Mm -hmm. Um, and Langston thinks Lily needs a boyfriend. And we also find out that Langston started the, the, the book of dares. Um, and Lily was very hesitant about it. Yes, but... You know, she is bored as shit at home because her parents are on vacation in Fiji this Christmas, leaving her all alone, and her brother's gay, yeah. and we know she hates that. <laughs> so it's just her, her brother, and her brother's gay boyfriend in the house. Um, and she also does write that she goes to an all-girls school, so it's kind of hard for her yeah. to meet guys, which, in yeah. quotations, no disrespect for her sapphic sisters, but she has no interest in romantic companionship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why also, like, even if it was her gay brother who made this clue, like, why did he have to go to such great lengths to, like, make half the clues about not being gay? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. And I think we're never going to know. Um, but Mark, her cousin, texts her and says, hey, uh, you don't get an email, you get another clue. Uh, and she goes, what he looked like? And he says, a hipster wannabe. Um, and she goes, retrieves the notebook, and she gets a clue uh, that has a menu and the godfather on it. Yes. And Mark also noted that Dash was snarly, which is going to be his nickname for the first about 150 pages. So with this little pamphlet from the Godfather's Pizza Place, she goes and she finds um, a post-it in the book with a poem from a poet that she really likes. That in the line is like, I am living. I remember you. Okay. Sure. Why not? It's a little cute. They're passing little, little clues back and forth. 
Um, and she leaves a clue for Dash in a Christmas movie. Um, and so they're kind of just like one-upping each other's stairs. Yep, and the dare is that she wants him to go find some warm woolen mittens with reindeers on it. And when he gets the dare, he's like, okay, that only means Macy's. And that really sucks because right now it is like December 24th. So yeah. he's got to go and there. And he goes... He goes on a Macy's adventure. And if you've ever been to a city Macy's, good luck to you. They're the most stressful places in existence because there are at least a hundred floors and you never know where everything, anything is because there's like three floors for each department. Um, I got really stressed out when I had to go buy a pair of black pants at Macy's once and I was there for an hour and then I finally asked somebody for help and it turned out I was on the right floor. I just didn't go to the very back corner where all of the black pants were. Ew. Well, you and Dash share this hatred for Macy's in common Yeah. because he goes to the section where the mittens are, he shakes a ton of them until a paper falls out and the paper says, go to the bedroom section. Ooh la la, first off. Ooh la la. But he's yeah, gonna so, look under all these pillows for a note. Yeah, and it's weird because, like, he's talking about, like, the, oh, the guy who works in the bedding department is, like, weird about people, like, sitting on the beds. But I was like, isn't that kind of normal, though, for people to sit on, like, beds at in a bedding department? I've been to a Lebeda. They want you to sleep on them. Exactly. You gotta test it out. Um. So he exactly. does find the note, and then, ugh. To his dismay, the note is like, go ask Santa for the notebook, which that sucks. Yeah. It really, yeah, it really sucks because he, first of all, he waits in line for 50 minutes and when he sits on Santa's lap, he's being a little frisky. Oh, but before that, he has a full out fight with the elf that's like leading him here. He's like, dude, you're too old. And he's <laughs> like, I don't really care. I gotta go talk to Santa. And then Santa's like, oh, come sit on my lap. And yeah, and then Santa's like, reach under my shirt and get this note. It gets, it's weird. It's a weird scene. And he has I think no was, shirt on underneath. So he's just yeah. like feeling his I think stomach. it was supposed to be funny, but it was just fucking weird. No, it was very um weird and, and sexual assaulty. Um, but he yeah. does, he gets the notebook back. Let's go on a positive note. He's got the notebook back. And it has a note. Um, yeah. So he leaves his best Christmas memory in there. Yeah, he leaves his best Christmas memory. He asks for Lily's worst Christmas memory. Um, and ends up guiding Lily to go see Grandma's Got Run Over by a Ranger at the movies. Um, and Lily's like, Lily, who's all about Christmas, is not all about seeing this movie. She ends up getting into a fight with a mom who tells her that she should get an Adderall prescription. <laughs> um she ends up writing about her worst Christmas and leaves the like notebook behind like a, a statue. Um, and then we get introduced to Dash's friend Boomer yeah. who has no personality, which is weird. No, he's, he just kind of says things. He's like a dog with no personality. It's like, you've got Boomer who is so optimistic and has so much energy and then dash is like i hate christmas because my parents got divorced and there's no hope for them to get back together and then yeah. i do love that lily's favorite or least favorite christmas was that her gerbil got killed by a cat and that she was also the weird girl because she cried in class over it i yeah <laughs> which i really don't think you are i think you're probably just paranoid 
And also, Lily, that didn't even happen on Christmas Day. That happened at school during the time of Christmas. That's a different thing. Exactly. Lily, get it together. Figure out. Figure it out. Get it together. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but he gets the book back, and she's leading him to Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Yes. Um, And... During this, he also runs into Priya, who he ran into at the Strand while he was holding his uh, Joy of Gay sex book, and he had to be super uncomfortable about it. Um, and we also learned that his ex-girlfriend, Sophia, is in town for the holidays. Whoa-oh! <laughs> Drama. Um, so while he also, I just can't believe he's running into this one girl in a city of- Over and over again. Like, eight million people. It might be three yeah. million. I don't know. But um, leaves it in the wax music. Or no, they leave it in the toy store. Him and Boomer leave it in the toy store um, yeah. on Xmas Eve. Okay, so Macy's wasn't Xmas Eve. Now it's- Yeah, I didn't write down any of the dates in my notes. <laughs> toy store on Christmas Eve for Lily to get, which is great. She has no plans. What What's she going to do on Christmas Eve, you know? Yeah. Oh, and Dash's last entry, he also like writes that his one true Christmas present is an unabridged Oxford's English Dictionary, and it's like, buddy, could you get more pretentious? Get like, a hobby. Buy a Nintendo get a Wii. Hobby. Buddy, listen. Oh my god. I really think he'd like Lego Star Wars. I think he'd really <laughs> like Lego Star Wars. Like, you know how you tell people to like, oh, like read a book when they like need to like get a hobby. I'm begging Dash to stop reading books because he's so annoying. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I think you would like Twilight Seen It because there's this guy in it who wears a pea coat, and Dash, I really think you two would get along. Wow. You heard it from Maggie Dash. You gotta get Twilight Seen It. <laughs> so, anyways, Lily also learns during this time from her brother that her parents are in Fiji looking at boarding schools because her dad's going to be headmaster there. And she's upset, which I don't really get why. It seems like she has no social life in New York City. Why not go to a, a warm yeah. place where you can hang out? Um, and like play soccer because she's on a soccer team. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds, I don't know. It sounds ideal. You get to play soccer. I don't know. I think Lily kind of has a, an issue with like control uh, because she's also really upset that her grandpa's proposing to somebody. And it's like, he doesn't even live in New York half the year. What are you mad at? I don't know. So she she stomps her way onto the toy store because she's sulking. And she's asking about this make a Muppet workshop because um, that's the note that Dash indicated. And then a girl's like, yeah. follow me and takes her to a top secret place in the toy store. Yeah. And we find out Boomer's there ready to help. We never find out who this other girl is. No, we don't. But Boomer does help her with a Muppet and gives, uh, and she gives him the moleskin. Yeah. Um, and the girl who leads her to Boomer also says that she's prettier than Sophia. She thinks, but also Lily doesn't speak Spanish, so that's good. And it's, wow, what a coded just, uh, sentence to get. I would be so confused. I would be like, what? What is going on? Oh my god. Um, but also, okay, Boomer is not the ride or die that I wanted him to be, because, like, I was like, cool, if he's gonna, like lack an entire like you know his entire like life is just devoted to helping dash out 
Uh, and that's going to be his personality. Fine. But he's not a ride or die because he refuses to tell Dash what Lily looks like. No, I would immediately tell you what a guy is. Yeah, I would. That's like, hey, you can't hate the player. You hate the game. Like, you, you gotta play it. If you're gonna play, you gotta play. I, not to hype up Bartise from Love is Blind, but looks do fucking matter. You know? So true. As he once said. And wow, and are you really gonna let your friend just start going on uh, book dare dates with, with an uggo? I don't know. Are you? Also, like, peep the energy. Clearly, she's got different energy than Mr. Snarly over here. Would they even get yeah. along? You know? Looks aside. Oh. I don't know. But Dash Dash's dare is to meet Lily at this nutcracker house um, with the Muppet that she made that is in Brooklyn. We were led to believe it was, like, way out in Queens, but it's just like, like I, I made it sound like it was upstate New York. Yeah. Um, and, oh, and during that, like, little ex- Christmas Eve, Dash has spent it chilling. He gets, like, a call from his parents, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he writes the next clue, leaves the Muppet behind. Um, and Lily, her entire thing is she's so upset with her parents who want to Skype her that she's using a dry erase board to communicate with them. Um, because apparently when she was a kid, she had like anger problems. So they would have her write down her feelings on a dry erase board. So that's what she's doing now. And it's like, Lily, just talk about how you're feeling. What the fuck? I feel like if I was angry and my parents made me write down everything, that would be so demoralizing. Like, I would feel so infantilized. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, but she's choosing to do this at 16. Lily, you're not ready for a boyfriend. I don't even think you're ready to hold hands with someone. No, honestly, Lily seems like a big baby. But Dash is on his way to meet her because, like Lily, I mean, Dash's parents are also out of town he's he's all alone so he goes to these lights and she's not there and he's like okay well i'm not i'm not gonna give you my name in the notebook either so he hasn't written his name yet but she wants to know his name he leaves her a note instead to go to an all-nighter band yep uh and it's like a like a 3 a.m on christmas night thing um, and it's like a Jew, Jewish rock punk band. It's weird. Um, not weird that, that it's that, but it just feels like it was trying to do something weird. And um, yeah, and so she goes and she has fun. She's trying to be more dangerous. She dances. She has a good time. She calls the bouncer and a she man. Yeah, no, that's she, offensive. She's just, she's living large, baby. I, in my notes, I put quotations. She man, yikes, because you can't say those things. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote, she calls someone a she-man because, hey, anti-trans rhetoric, they hate us. What can I say? She's, and yeah, she's, she just hates gay people and trans people. She's wearing a gold dress and has titties, but she also wears glasses. But she has blonde hair. There's a lot of factors. I can't figure out if she's hot or not. I honestly, like, I could not picture Lily at all because I also feel like they didn't mention she had glasses until, like, the last 10 pages when she talks about taking them off. She feels like, and this is going to be such a specific thing, but she feels like my Kim Kardashian Hollywood avatar when I don't care about the show your style. So I put her in a dress and some like Ugg boots and it looks, she looks awful, but I just need to submit no. something. And and I don't think anyone that listens to us is going to get that. That's just for me. <laughs> it's 
Speaking of boots, Lily's on her way to give the notebook to the two people at the bar that, like, she was instructed to give the notebook to. And instead of giving it to them, she just, like, panics for some reason and starts to run out of the bar, losing her boot in the process. Doesn't leave the notebook behind. And also, if you have enough courage to go out to a bar alone at 2 a.m. when you're 16 years old... How can you not follow through? It is baffling to me. Yeah. Like, like yeah, this, the motivation here made no sense to me because I was like, what is she running from? I don't know. So Dash's friends take the boot to him and they're like, here's a boot. And he's like, what? And they're like, uh, yep, there's a no notebook. So he's, he's backtracking. He's like, this is a clue. I got to retrace my steps. There's something that this means. We get a flashback to him and Sophia breaking up. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime, they're going to Priya's party. And I thought this was an interesting like flag here because the, at the door while they're waiting for Priya to come to it, they're talking about Lily. And then Priya answers being like, well, who's Lily? And they say Lily's a drag queen. So it's like, why don't you want to talk about her? Are you embarrassed by her? I don't know, but maybe he doesn't want to talk about her. Not pretty enough? Maybe he's just trying to keep the door open, because when he gets to this party, I mean, him and Sophia, they are hitting it off. I mean, they're kind of vibing. They go they go to their bedroom, they're talking, and it's not like there's, like, a sexual tension. It just feels like there's kind of, like, a things left unsaid tension mm-hmm. of, like, a there's still just some lingering thoughts and feelings about everything sort of thing. Yeah, and Sophia also calls him out for building women up in his head, which, what uh, yeah, yeah. What a beautiful, like, how smart you must be at 16 to be able to call that out for a guy. Good for her. Yeah, and like, and she tells him about a fling she had. He tells her about the, the book of dares. Yeah. Very healthy conversation that they have. It does. Um, but back in Lily's point of view, her grandfather has driven up from Florida because of course he has. And he's really sad because Mabel, his girlfriend, said no to his proposal because she's got too many boyfriends. Um, and Langston does cover for her, which is really, really nice. Um, but Lily decides to be like, I know relationships now. Grandpa, you need to compromise. And it's like, no, he doesn't. She's two-timing him. What? Yeah, it seems like since Grandpa is also dating other women and this girl is dating other women, she's like, well, then you should just, uh, uh, not have any boundaries. Which it kind of seems like him and this woman don't. But anyways, she knows everything about romance now. It doesn't even matter because when she's walking dogs, she runs into this. Because that's a job she has now. We're on page 140 and we find out that she's a dog walker. What? Yeah, I guess she's a dog walker. She runs into this tall, hot guy named Edgar, who she used to go to school with, whose cat killed her gerbil. Yeah, and he invites her to a party, and she's like, I'm gonna go because while you traumatized me when I was younger, you're hot now and talking to me, and those are my two criteria for men. Hey, who hasn't backslid in their life? I Am I right? <laughs> I wouldn't say, I would honestly say Edgar's backsliding here. <laughs> this is true. We still don't know if Lily's hot. She wears glasses. That could mean yeah. anything. <laughs> wearing vintage majorette boots that are too big around the city clomping around <laughs> what she described as wearing a poodle skirt like what is going on what how does how does she look she's wearing one boot too and like one chuck taylor because she's like maybe yeah. dash will see me out and realize i'm wearing the other boot which is 
insane logic, but honestly kind of sound. So Dash, meanwhile, he's running all around because he's trying to find her while she's off like, yeah, why not? I have a side quest with Edgar. And um, at the Strand, at the bookstore, Lily's cousin gives him an address and it's her aunt's house. And yeah, and honestly, uh, well, he goes in and talks with her aunt for like five pages and they just have like a back and forth dialogue and they have more chemistry than him and Lily do. I know, they sounded like two Shakespearean characters. I was like, characters. is he gonna fuck him? Are they gonna fuck? What's going on here? I don't know, but she decides that he's a good fit for Lily and he's like, yeah, I am. He walks away feeling good. But Lily's at the party with Edgar and she's vibing because she's like, I want a real kiss. My first real kiss. Um, Remedial Lily. You have to have higher stakes than that. Um, But Edgar decides to take her to the movies to go see Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, which is the movie she already saw. But also it's after Christmas at this point. Why would we go see this movie again? I don't know. And while he's there... Why would it still be playing? I have no idea. He puts his hand on her thigh while he's in the movie. And then in the cab, he's like, I need to borrow money to go home. And he almost kisses our homely girl. Uh, And then Lily's like, no, I'm going to leave you wanting more. No, she's like, I want a special first kiss. And her special first kiss is going to a bar for one of her caroler friend's birthdays and getting a little drunk and inviting Edgar. Yep. And, uh, and she's vibing. She's having the time of her life. She pulls, like, and everybody's also rallying around, like, finding her boot. They're posting it on, like, the internet and social media being like, find Lily's boot. And she drops the notebook on the floor and she's like, fuck that notebook. I'm never going to see Dash again. I'm going to make out with Edgar. And just as they're, like, about to kiss, Dash walks into this freaking bar. Yo-oh. And she's like, Dash, what are you doing here? And he's like, Edgar, like, posted a photo of you having one boot on. Um, but And then Lily passes out. From embarrassment? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and Dash, you know, being the good guy just slash pushover that he is. Um, well, no, this is, this is good of him. I will say he takes Lily home. He's like, and then Edgar starts flirting with someone else and Dash kind of chews him out for being a piece of shit. Um, and Dash takes her to her aunt's house and the aunt's like, okay, uh, I swear she's not like this usually. And, uh, Dash is like, no, no, no. It's clear we're like not made for each other. Um, and he's butthurt, but he's also heading to his ex's Sophia's place. So how hurt is he? Yeah, he's going to go find He's going to go find the hotel that she's staying at. Also, while he's on his way to this hotel, Edgar calls him to talk about Lily. And we never find out how they know each other. Like, do they go to school together? Okay. How do they know each other? Edgar's last name is, like, Theobald. And it was mentioned that he was looking for him at the party that Sophia was at. So I'm just going to assume that, like, him and Edgar are friends and go to the same school. I don't know, but whatever. Um, but he goes to Sophia's hotel. I really thought we were gonna get like, sex finally, and we I really. I was gonna. I was gonna be surprised, but like it's because it's leaving it up this way, and like, he's kind of in the lobby, and he's kind of like, maybe I shouldn't be here. Fair thought. It's your ex's hotel, and you're going there unannounced, and you also don't know what room she's in. She's in a hotel. And he buys some postcards and he's like, I kind of missed like the journal, but maybe I was also just like, I liked the journal because I just got to write my feelings. 
Um, and so he starts like, he buys some postcards and starts writing in the postcards, but then Sophia finds him in the lobby and she's like, Oh, Hey. And he's like, Oh, Hey. And, uh, that's kind of where we leave it. Them just kind of like them knowing what's going to happen next. I thought it was going to be sex. I thought it was going to be sex. So uh, meanwhile, while Dash is riding high, seeing his ex, uh, Lily. Riding her, am I right? Lily wakes up at her aunt's and her aunt kind of covered for her, said, I told grandpa that you were here to shovel and she's feeling really bad about Dash. So she texts uh, Edgar to ask where he lives. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, while Dash is trying to get laid, Lily's trying to get pancakes. That's the best way to describe (laughs) the motivations in this book. Lily is so immature. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. No, for, for real. Um, so she's like trying to figure out where Dash lives. Uh, she's got the street and is just going like door to door to doorman, uh, trying to figure out where he lives. She does find where he lives and leaves the notebook with a sorry note and like a poem with the doorman of yeah and like a like come see my snowman that i made you (laughs) um he doesn't have time he's too busy he's cuddling his yeah he's he's too busy waking up next to sophia where he says they just cuddled uh which is a big thumbs down from maggie and i the horniest podcast hosts alive we started this podcast two years ago and we have gotten one sex scene in like private and it was meager at best it was just i lost my virginity i want sex yeah well we did get more like making out in private those were simpler times we've got some make outs we got some hot make out things i guess whatever we'll get there meg i know we will so sad (laughs) <laughs> all we want for christmas this year is a sex scene in one of these books we read i need one of these teenagers to fuck um it's <laughs> <laughs> well, caught in a snowball fight on his way home um and then he ends up like assaulting a kid with a snowball that's like too hard and a boomer sends him an, a like a neighborhood watch email from some angry mom who's saying that there's some man running around hurting children with snowballs. So Dash is in some hot water. He is. Uh, He finds the notebook when he gets home, and he doesn't seem as interested in Lily now, but he does write. He's like, maybe we shouldn't meet in real life. I just like exchanging stories instead, which is, you know, I mean, it's a boundary. It's fine. I'd kind of be upset, too. Yeah. Um, Lily's not excited to read this, though. Lily's like... (laughs) Well, he why didn't he come over and see my snowman? <laughs> he's trying to see he's trying to see your tits, Lily. That's what he's trying to see. Everyone is kind of falling apart in Lily's life. Her grandpa's going back to his failed proposal girlfriend. Um, her brother, psychotic, broke up with his boyfriend because he left for two weeks to like go visit his family. I think Lily just has really bad influences in her life. And then that, like, allows her things to, like, make sure things she's allowed to make poor decisions. And it's, like, that's not how things work. Honestly, maybe that does inform a lot of her kind of, uh, like, way too grandiose ideas of what romance should be. Yeah. Because she has a lot of expectations for Dash to just forgive her right away. Um, and it's not really like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. But Lily does go to the Strand and she finds none other than Boomer in the middle of hiding this notebook in one of the shelves again. And Boomer's like, whoa, you weren't supposed to see me hiding this notebook. And Lily's like, okay, I pret- I'll pretend I didn't see you. And then her Boomer and her cousin Mark decide to go get a chocolate pizza down the street. And then there's this just like really weird scene where the three of them hang out and talk that felt really just unnecessary. It did feel unnecessary. But Lily does run into a girl from her school and makes coffee plans with her because the, she's, the soccer team is like, Lily, we like you. It is all in your head. Yeah, like, Lily, we would love to be friends with you. Please stop ignoring us. Yeah. Um, and then Lily is also going to be watching Mark's co-worker, also named Mark, um, his dog Boris, and Lily's out walking Boris and then just happens to run into Dash. The, no notebook now. We're just we're just r- r- running into each other. And all hell goes to shit because this huge dog she's walking just takes off and Dash catches its leash and it runs into a kid. And guess what? It was the kid that Dash hit with a snowball. And he's all he and Dash yeah. is on the neighborhood watch for this snowball fight. So these moms are mad at him and they try to citizen arrest him. And, and we also learned during the scene that Dash is obsessed with yogurt now. <laughs> That's like his favorite food. And like, I literally wrote, this is page 211. This is a 260 page book, listeners. I wrote, what the fuck is with this yogurt plot line that's just been thrown at us? I don't know, but it makes him a sensitive boy. He's a sensitive boy. Um, Who's lactose intolerant, so we learn. Yeah, he has IBS, which is um, short for insanely boyfriend I was gonna say insane boy syndrome insane boy syndrome yeah that's better um Um, but during this chaotic mess Boris runs into a stroller that ends up launching a baby into the air and Lily the goalie that she is she catches the baby two mixed reactions from this crowd yes a lot of hooting and hollering and a lot of she is trying to steal that baby. Which it's like, I don't really think anybody in New York would be like that, but I could be wrong. I've only been there a couple of times. I don't, yeah, I really don't think they would think that. But anyways, the police yeah. come and they take them into this interrogation room where Dash and Lily immediately start flirting and almost kiss. They almost kiss. Oh, I, did, I, I think I missed that. I was skimming at this point. More of Like, because their, their banter feels so forced to me. Yeah. It does not, it, like, yeah, no. Like, everything about the way they converse is, like, we are talking and getting to know each other because we had so much fun with this notebook, and we're trying to kind of recreate that IRL, but it doesn't feel like it's working ever. No, it feels purely out of obligation that they talk to each other. Yeah. So the police lets them go and escorts them out, by this point, by the time they're getting escorted out, the Daily Post has written an article about them. They are local celebrities. Um, and they, they're viral. They're viral. They go out the back, but before they go, Dash slips Lily a notebook in. Oh, no, Lily slips Dash the notebook in his pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, her entire family's there. Like, all of his friends are there, like, waiting for him. Like, they just knew what jail they were at, even though no- neither of them made a phone call. Um, and then they just like leave separately. Like that's how that's how ready they were to get away from each other. They said, "I had to be stuck in a room with you. I can't imagine the rest of my life with you." 
Yeah. But some good did come from this because when Lily gets home, she gets to keep the dog Boris because his owner was yeah. bad. And her soccer team is spending the night. She's got friends yeah. now. And Dash is chatting with his friends at his mom's apartment. He pulls out a dry erase board and writes love on it. And they all pretend to know what love is at 16. <laughs> exactly. Her brother is back with her boyfriend, meanwhile. Um, and she's kind of stressed that Dash might not like her. Um, which, yeah. Still thinks he might be gay. Which I think, I think he also might not like you. Yeah, I also think his, he just is still in love with his ex-girlfriend even though he refuses to admit it which is completely fair just don't start a new thing with someone else but at this time Anne comes back walking the dog and guess what she's got a notebook the game it's back on it was never over yeah yeah and he takes her to like he leads her to like the ice skating rink in new york and she's like ew really and it's like lily you love christmas you should be excited about this and he's like no just kidding there's another surprise and they go to like a baking studio because Boomer's mom is famous and they get to go bake things. Um, and then they go dance on the subway because there's a band on the subway. Yeah, just quirky things. Because Lily's like, I also have a surprise for you and takes him to Strand Bookstore and shows him this secret room that has, it all ties together, the original English dictionary. And they go through yep, it together. And they actually get locked in there. Uh-oh. Um, and the, she calls Mark and Mark's like, I'll get you in the morning. I'm going to bed. Like, you should be so thankful that like, I'm really hooking you up by getting you locked in a place with a boy, Lily. Um, Seems and like there's they, nothing else to do, but have sex without a condom, have him pull out, come on your stomach. Wipe <laughs> <laughs> that with one of those pages. <laughs> from the English dictionary crumple it up put it in your pocket and do it again I guess until 8am when your cousin Mark said there's a bathroom in the back right corner you get to go pee there after so you don't get a UTI exactly pick whatever word in the dictionary I have a fun game for them pick a word in the dictionary you like and that's the page you're gonna wipe up semen with <laughs> so anyways they don't have sex they don't take my advice which is pretty sad pretty tragic yeah and then they have like a meager kiss and then immediately afterwards dash is like i'm going to bed which is because he doesn't like her that much yeah yeah whatever and so they kiss once i think they fall asleep because cousin's gonna come get them at 7 a.m and then uh, the book ends with uh, Mark coming to wake them up. And Lily goes, hey, Dash, wake up. And that's the literally the last line in the book. That's that's it. Um, and that's Dash and Lily's Book of Dares. Um, I had two questions for Laura that I texted her today. Clearly, there were a lot of, like, uh, really uh, homophobic, racist really problematic parts of this book um yeah so i was wondering which author between rachel Cohn, who uh wrote lily's point of view and david levithian who wrote dashes who did you hate more oh that's so hard mm. i feel like oh it goes it goes back and forth because i was like 
Well, you know, like the, the the dash side really kicked it off with all of this like gay stuff. Yes. But then the the drag queen parts of Lily's were also very very bad. Yes. Um, my gut makes me want to say a dash Dash's author. <gasps> wow, Daisy really? Hill. I was gonna say Rachel Cohn. Oh, really? I mean, I, I could change my mind. I want to be like Maggie. I'm gonna say Rachel Cohn too. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, 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 I think Dash started off really hot, but towards the end, I was like, okay, this is solely about the story and not about making jokes. And I feel like Rachel Cohn never got out of that. Like that one part when they were yeah. being held in the interrogation room, and Rachel Cohn was like um officer white who was black said something and then officer black who was white said oh my god yeah i was like what is this what what is the point oh my god i feel like i wanted to black all of those scenes out from my brain i just remember there was another part where like dash like told boomer like we're gonna go to like this lounge and boomer was like don't you have to be black to sing there? And it was like, what? Oh my god, I don't even remember that part. That is so wild. Yeah, like it was, it was something like that where like things like that were explicitly said a lot in this like book, listeners. And it was in a way that it was like the two thousands way of like, oh, we're making we're aware and we're making this funny. It's ironic, and it's just like, nope, this is problematic, and we do not like it. I know they were like, see, I'm race conscious, and I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't. It's not progressive, and it doesn't serve your plot. So there's no reason no. to include it. It was so no. weird, and it was so consistent in either race or like the gay front that I was just like, what? Why are you doing this? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I think this transitions nicely into who should be our canceled character of the week, Maggie. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go with the character that I liked least between the two protagonists, and I'm going to say uh, <laughs> Lily. I didn't like Lily. I was going to make an argument for Langston because he's the reason we're in this situation. Oh, Langston's also- really toxic. Breaking up with your boyfriend yeah. for two weeks, let him travel. I think it, I think honestly, I think we should just call it a tie between Langston and Lily because I disliked both of them. Yeah, I'm fair with that. I'm down. That's good. Yeah, that's uh that's gonna be a draw because there's there's just solid arguments all around. And that leaves us with our last segment, our favorite segment, our top five. And this top five is going to be top five alternative dares they could have had in this book instead. And none of them are having sex, listeners. Get your mind out of the gutter. None of them are. Yeah. Who would go on a tangent about very specifics about sex? Not me. In the basement of a Strand bookstore using the Oxford English <laughs> Dictionary. Yeah, exactly. Totally not me. Um, coming in at number five for alternative dares. Um, I think if you're in New York, the only way to test someone's love for you is to send them to New Jersey. Make them go on a task. Yeah. Any task. Yeah, go on a cast to New Jersey. Steal a sign or something. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, number four, plausibility of this one. Maybe not, not Not there. We think there should be like a wet t-shirt contest. A little bit sexy, a little bit rock and roll. Pretty fun. Maybe it's indoors because it's cold outside. That is true. I don't know. In this book, we've read a few times. It wasn't very cold for December. So maybe it's wet t-shirt contest weather. Maybe it's wet t-shirt contest outside. Who's to say? Not us. Who's to say? We can't. Yeah, not certainly not us. Uh, number three, we have one that is ethical, um, and and brilliant. Uh, steal the Salvation Army Santa's bucket of change. 
Yeah, yeah. Anybody outside those Macy's ringing the bells, you just steal their bucket of change. Take do something better with it. Exactly. Going in at number two, gotta do a karaoke contest. This has wannabe rom-com vibes all over it. If it's a rom-com, we gotta have some sort of karaoke moment where somebody goes, but I don't sing. That would be, that would be very tropey of this. Oh, I am always a sucker for a karaoke scene in a Mm rom-com. And our final one, number one, what we think both of these 16-year-olds who clearly have no future ahead of them, they should just jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. (laughs) One of them should dare the other to jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. Hey, that's a dare. They dare each other to do it together. We'll never know. They will never know because they did not dare each other to do that. They didn't. Despite Maggie and I pleading. Really? Their dares weren't even dares at all. It was just commands. Go to this location. Go to this location. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really dare I feel like the only, like, kind of dare was, like, the make a Muppet. But, like, that was also, like, not really a dare. No. Not at all. <laughs> I feel, but I guess book of tasks and activities didn't have the same thing to it. No, it really didn't. No, it didn't. Um, well, we we did it. We read this book to put us in the holiday spirit, and it did not do that. So didn't do that. But we, I still haven't seen Lindsay Lohan's Netflix movie, so maybe that will. Oh, my God. oh yeah, Maggie, we gotta watch that before we both go home for the holidays. We gotta watch it. We gotta watch it. Yeah. And maybe at some point we'll read Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist and also Eli and Naomi's No Kiss List. Maybe we won't. I don't know. It's our podcast. Your guess is as good as ours. Yes. In the meantime, uh, make sure to follow us online at Maggie underscore and underscore Laura on Instagram. We are also on TikTok and Twitter at Yeah, We Read It. Um, and also. And if you're feeling. Oh, sorry. No, you go. No, I was just going to say, maybe if you're sick of writing letters to Santa Claus and you want to write an email to us uh, at MeggieAndLauraPresent at gmail.com, we'll respond, unlike Santa, and everybody's on our naughty list this year, but in a, like, a fun way. Yeah, you'll be on our nice list if you give us five stars. Yeah. Woo! Naughty until proven nice. That's how we operate here. <laughs> exactly. Um... And that's it. That's our podcast. Um, also, this is obviously the 21st that this is coming out. Next week, a whole new season of Yahweh Reddit is coming out. We are reading James Dashner, kind of a tie-in there, his Maze Runner series. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited. Maggie and I have already started reading it. We're already getting our thoughts of ruin on how to bring this over to you. Um, in the most delicious way possible. I can't hardly wait. <laughs> like you just didn't sound that excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I started 10 pages last night on melatonin and I don't remember them. Um, so I'm there. Hey, honestly, the book really throws you in. So that it's, it's a lot out the gate, but we'll get into it. We'll get into it next week. We'll get into it. Um, listeners, thank you for listening. Give us five stars. Have a good holiday. We love you. We love you. Okay. Okay, bye.